Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Welcome back, patriots. You got Doc Holliday's Tea Party right here, and I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, and we're glad to have you. It's good to be back with you, the Tea Party people, but I know it's not just the Tea Party folks listening. We got some far left wingers listening. That's good. That is good. Uh, you will learn. We'll talk about some truthful things on this show that you probably don't get to hear from the left-wing media outlets. But go ahead. We're glad to have everyone. We're glad to have the conservatives, the moderates, the liberals, the far-lefters. Come on and listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. We're so glad to have you. And one thing I want to talk about today is the Republican debates, the nomination. We just had a shootout at Las Vegas, the last debate. We had a little... Uh, fireworks going on not fireworks but a little sparks in the show so we're going to be talking about that and you might say hey well doc holiday you should have been at the western shootout in las vegas well i probably should have been i was on the front row seat in tampa and i would have loved to have been there couldn't make it but i did get to listen to it and see some of it so i'm going to be giving you my take on the republican nomination race in the last debate in las vegas and we'll be talking about what's going on as the candidates jockey for position now not only that in today's show we have this week's tombstone of the week award for those who are new listeners to doc holiday's tea party we not only welcome you we're going to tell you about doc holiday's tombstone of the week once a week we give some person's words deeds or actions now it doesn't go to the person themselves we don't mean anything anybody any harm what we do mean is to make sure that those words or actions or deeds are exposed the ones that should be buried six feet in the ground under a tombstone so that's doc holiday's tombstone award and this week it goes to a radio host and we'll be talking about the words he said that i really thought would get a lot of uh condemnation in the press but i have not heard much condemnation and Doc Holliday's Tea Party is going to bring it out. So you'll be hearing that in a few minutes. Not only that, this week we do have Karen Martin. I think I told you last week, the listeners, that Karen Martin will be with us in just a few minutes. And she's the leader of the Spartanburg, South Carolina Tea Party. And what we try to do is go around from time to time to different parts in the country. And if you think your Tea Party group should be on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, well, email me. Tell me about your group. And you can email me at radio at teaparty.ms that's radio at teaparty.ms and i appreciate hearing what you have to say we'll see if we can't get your tea party on doc holiday's tea party but we'll have karen martin and coming on a show here in just a few minutes can't wait to speak to her and see what's going on in spartanburg south carolina and now not only that we do have this week's Rock of Liberty speech, and if, uh, again, our new listeners not familiar with the show, at the end of the show, we always end up with a Rock of Liberty speech, and this week's Rock of Liberty speech deals with something I've been trying to get a grasp on, and I've mentioned it some before, maybe uh, didn't get everything pinpointed, and you've heard a lot of different takes from conservative media, from 
the mainstream media. But what is going on with this Occupy Wall Street? Uh, we're going to be talking about that in a Rock of Liberty speech, so don't go away. You're going to hear a perspective that I haven't heard anywhere else, but you're going to get it right here on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. So what a show. Got it packed in. We're going to get started here. Let me just tell you about the Republican debate. Yes, there was a shootout out in Las Vegas. We got to see some things we hadn't seen. The little sparks flying as Romney and Perry uh, pitted themselves against, against each other. And I've heard some people say, well, it's too much bickering. I, um, I, let me tell you something now. We're talking about we need someone who's going to be the best candidate to make sure Barack Obama and his far left-wing policies do not get four more years. Now, if Barack Obama could moderate, if he, if he could actually uh, pull a Bill Clinton and go to the middle, that would be something I wouldn't like, but it would be better than what we had. But I'm telling you, he scares me to death to think we're four more years and if he doesn't have an election coming up, you think anything's going to restrain his left-wing leanings? <laughs> Katie barred the door. I'm not, no telling what it will be. So we got to get the very best candidate that we can make sure not only that Barack Obama does not have four more years in the White House, we got to make sure that the Senate does not have Harry Reid as the majority leader anymore. That means we have to have more Republicans in the Senate than Democrats. I tell you what, Harry Reid is... He talked about Halloween and scary creatures in the night. I've never seen anything more detrimental to the future of our country than the combination of the White House administration and Harry Reid working in town. The only thing that was worse was when Nancy Pelosi was in there and made a triumphant of far-left policies. So we've begun the journey. When In 2010, when the Republicans uh, took over the House, We've begun a journey, but it's just the first step. So we've got to work hard in this Republican debate. That's what I'm getting to. Don't you worry about the sparks flying. This is something I want to know. I want all this, the target. Herman Cain said I, he feels like a target since he got in the leadership in the top tier. And in some polls, he's winning. I like Herman Cain. You know that. But I'm telling you, he needs to have everything thrown at him now. Throw it at him. And if he can't handle the heat, he doesn't need to be in the kitchen. I think Herman can handle the heat. But let's see. Throw it at him. Let everybody, mainstream media, conservative media, you know, that's what's wrong with Barack Obama. He never got any tough questions. And then he became president of the United States. So go ahead. Let them sparks fly. Let the sparks fly between Perry and Romney, whoever wants to jump in there, and see what happens, see the dust. You know, it was Teddy Roosevelt said, the man in the arena, and that means in our case, the woman in the marina, arena, but get in there and wrestle and fight and give it your best because we know one of these contenders will be the nominee. And we, we gotta believe that it's gotta be our very best, and we gotta see what happens in all the debates. Now, in the Las Vegas debate, we did see as uh, Romney uh, got under some pressure. I saw Romney's face turn red, and I saw Perry just sticking and just sticking with the issue and not backing down. Perry wants to take on the boots of John Wayne and just go at it. Then let's see, can Perry really, can he be tough? And then can Romney, can he withstand some ridicule? Can he withstand a pressure attack? You know, he looks like he's got every hair 
uh, in the right place and doesn't look like he gets flustered. It's good to see him flustered. We need to see that. And what about Herman Cain? Well, he jumped on him about his 999 plan. Now, uh, for those who want to know, I'm going to put a, there's a link to a Wall Street Journal article by Arthur Laffer, uh, one, someone from the Reagan Economic Times, loves Herman Cain's 999 tax plan. So I'll put a link on that. Go back to the front page of Doc Holliday's Tea Party and find that link at this show. But it needs to be torn apart, looked at, looked at. And if it can be better, make it better. But I'm telling you, this is the time to get in there and get with it and wrestle and fight and tumble. Let it happen. Michelle Bachman, get in there. Get fired up if you want to. If you want to be president of the United States, let's see you make a stand. Rick Santorum, uh, you know, <laughs> Ron Paul, bless his heart. He's going to come up with some great ideas here and there. But then, by golly, if he doesn't just shoot himself in the foot. But the libertarians are staying right at that 10 12%. They love Ron Paul, and Ron Paul has a few good ideas, but I can't see him going on and getting beyond what his uh, cult following is, pretty much. And speaking of cults, <laughs> that's, we know uh, uh, Governor Romney. I'm not saying Governor Romney's in the cult. I'm not going to get in the religious part. Just forget that. If, if I thought I might make a joke, but if it irritates anybody, just forget it. But I will talk about Mitt Romney. He does have trouble getting over that 24, 25% mark. And that's uh, been, a, been his problem for uh, since before 2008. He gets to that 20, 25% mark. And he just can't seem to, to get the conservatives, the diehard conservatives, and the tea, most of the Tea Party folks on his side. So that's what we're seeing in these debates. We're seeing meshed out, and that's fine. Let it be hashed out. Do not let the mainstream media tell you who our nominees should be. The conservatives only have one party they can work with now. That's the Republican Party. And don't let the Republican establishment tell you as the Tea Party that this is going to be our nominee. No, we have voters. We have power. We have people that know how to network and get together. And that's what the Tea Party movement's doing. And we will decide, the Tea Party movement will decide who the conservative presidential nominee should be. So don't get discouraged and don't get this disillusioned by what the press says when they say it's a one-man race or this is over, this is over. He can't get, this person can't get money. This person can't do this or that. Doesn't have a ground game. I'm telling you, it's, it is different because this is the first time we've had a presidential election with a Tea Party movement in full swing. And that's why I'm glad to be a part of this Tea Party movement here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm not picking a and endorsing anybody now. Someday I may endorse someone. I do like a lot of candidates, but I want to see them hash it out and go after it. Show me somebody with passion, with intelligence, someone that knows how to listen to advisors, someone who can make a mistake and come back, admit it, and, and, and improve. Wow, what kind of politician that would be to admit they make a mistake and say, I'm going to get better. But I'm telling you, that's what the media is not going to let the people get in there and rumble and, and go back and forth if all of a sudden they pick a winner. Don't let it happen. And that's why I like to shoot out at Las Vegas in the Western debate. And uh, we need to have more. The only thing that I don't like, and I know you don't like it either, 
as Tea Party folks and as Americans, as patriots, I don't like the fact that you get 30 seconds to rebut someone. You get a minute or two to give uh, a complicated answer. It's not fair to the American people. What I would suggest, why don't we have something like the Lincoln-Douglas debate? Let's go all afternoon. I tell you what, let's have a full-day debate. If nobody wants to do it, tell them Call Doc Holliday. Get each candidate. We'll bring them to Tupelo, Mississippi. We'll put them up. We'll get them on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and we'll just let them go at it. We'll start at 8 in the morning, take a lunch break, and go to 5 o'clock that afternoon. We'll go to 10 o'clock tonight if we need to to get these issues meshed out, threshed out, hashed out, and let when somebody needs 10 minutes to do a rebuttal, well, by golly, we'll give them 10 minutes, and we'll let them go after each other. So I'm telling you, that's what we really need. We need a real debate. So if anybody wants to do that, you, you get the candidates to come right here to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and we'll put them up a full-day debate. Yes, we'll do it right here. Now, we got to move on. I can talk about the Republican nomination, and uh, we're going to hear more and more things coming. But let me talk about the Tombstone of the Week Award that's coming up. Before we get there... Let me just remind everyone that you're listening to us on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. This is uh, a Tea Party show that is called the heartbeat of the Tea Party. Why? Because you're going to hear things here you won't hear anywhere else. And we are right in the middle of what's going on. Let me tell you, we're on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And I got an important announcement to make right after this week's Tombstone of the Week Award. So, here we go. This week's Tombstone of the Week Award goes to a radio host by the name of Tom Joyner. Now, I've heard Tom Joyner, and I, some of you may have. A lot of you may have. But Tom Joyner does have a very, very high-profile show. He has about 8 million listeners. And basically, he gets uh, one out of every four adult African-Americans in this nation listen to Tom Joyner. I've heard some of my conservative friends who happen to be African-American, and there's not a good black conservative uh, place to get all your news. And, they, and a lot of them say, well, we get a lot of news uh, in the black community from Tom Joyner. So, but this is what Tom Joyner had to say. Uh, let me just say this. I'm going to quote it, okay? Quote, Tom Joyner said this, quote, let's not even deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. We have the chance to reelect the first African-American president, and that's what we ought to be doing. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that as black people, we should do it because he's a black man. Uh, unquote. Could we get some media saying, hey, is that a racist statement that we should elect a president because of the color of his skin and not the content of his character. I wish we could hear more in the liberal media, the mainstream media, is talking about this. Um, I have not heard much outrage, but that uh, line and that kind of thinking should be buried six feet in the ground under a tombstone. If he said we should do it because he's a black man, does that mean that the African-American community is going to come out and support Herman Cain full blast in the Republican nomination race? Uh, let's think about that, Tom Joyner. Okay, that's this week's Rock, uh, Tombstone of the Week Award. 
and it goes to Tom Joyner's words. Now, uh, let's get ready for this important announcement I'm about to tell you right now. Now, before we talk to Karen from the Spartanburg Tea Party, let me give you this important announcement, and I'm proud to make it. This is the first time I've ever announced something like this on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, but I have a new book out. It's not out yet, but it's going to be coming out sometime in, in late November, mid to late November. We got the, it's at the publishers. We got a date. It's probably going to be somewhere around November 20th. So stay posted. I'm going to let you know, but we're going to have some pre-release uh, updates right there on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Uh, the link to my website is uh, www.teaparty.ms. Go there, www.teaparty.ms. Go there, and you'll see uh, the cover, the back cover. I'll give you some uh, interesting things about the book where you can go on, and hopefully we'll have it where you can read the first chapter soon. So by the time you listen to this, hopefully it'll go there. If, you, if it's not ready, we'll be working on that web page. So go to www.teaparty.ms, and I'm telling you, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, the Tea Party versus the Status Quo, is ready to take on and wrestle every far left wing uh, gangster we have out there. Should I call them gangsters? Well, I'm just talking about they may be disillusioned. I don't know what they are, but if they're in the far left wing, even if they're moderates, they need to read this. Everybody needs to read this book. You may not agree with everything in this book, but I'm telling you, I'm putting it out there to do some rock-splitting politics because that's what we're going to need, and that's what's going on here in 2012. And you've heard me talk about some of it on this show, so go right there now at www.teaparty.ms. Find out more about the book and how you can get your copy when it comes out. And now we're going to go to Karen Martin, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Karen, what is the Spartan Spartanburg Tea Party doing? Tell us what it's doing right now. What we're doing is we're working in our communities to do the one thing that will make a difference in taking back our country and preserving liberties, and that is putting conservatives in office at every level of government. Um, we're working with candidates uh, at our county council races, at our state house, and at our state senate. Um, we're, our members are going to work volunteering for those campaigns. We're having fundraisers for them. Um, we're working. We don't have time for the rallies anymore. Well, uh, about what size is your Tea Party group? I know you have numbers, but uh, and, and it varies. I, we have rallies and different things. We get different numbers. But uh, uh, what's your core group run, uh, Karen? Right. We, we have an email list, and we have uh, about 450 people on our email list. But, of course, you know, those, those numbers are deceptive. At our monthly right. meetings, we have between 40 and 50 people that show up, depending on the speakers. Well, that's um, a very active group. I, I'm glad to hear that because you have <laughs> 30, 40 people. They can move mountains. It is. It's amazing what a small number of people can do. I mean, when, when an issue comes up, either at your state or local level, um, sometimes these politicians only hear from two or three or four people who take the time to call. And if you're the two or three or four people, then that moves them in your direction. Well, then when you uh, work on a local level, uh, do you uh, give a, a forum for candidates or you seek out, do you ask conservatives if they would like to run? How do, how do you help get conservative candidates uh, in, you know, to decide to run? Uh, a lot of it is just uh, getting people to know over the past two years that there's going to have to be some people who take it upon themselves 
to step up and run for an office. We have a couple of people running as first-time candidates at a couple levels. Um, we invite the conservatives that are in our ge geography to come and talk to us. Um, and then we also do, we attend our county council meetings. We're there every month. We talk with them. And the one thing that's the most important thing for us to get across to our members is don't only call them when they do something bad. When they do the right thing, you thank them. And our county council has really done a lot of great things lately. They sunsetted our hospitality tax. Uh -huh. um, they put forth a balanced budget this year that did not raise taxes. And another thing they did, uh, some of your listeners might know about Agenda 21 in Ickley, they took our names off the roster of Ickley to get us out of that nasty little organization. Wow. So we, we can say the Tea Party movement is working in Spartanburg, correct? It, it absolutely is. It's, it's, and it's a combination. We work well with the Taxpayers Association. We have a fantastic relationship with our county Republican Party. In fact, many of us are officers in our precincts and officers uh, in, at our conventions. So it's really just getting the conservatives together, finding our common ground, and just moving forward. We talk about and hear about the Republican establishment, especially as we're getting geared up for the presidential elections. Uh, do you see the establishment uh, welcoming Tea Party members? Sorry, my dog wanted to weigh in on that. I thought that was the Republican <laughs> establishment in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we live in a very red state here in South Carolina. Right. Um, so we have different issues than those purple or blue states. We, we have a lot of good old boys in Columbia that used to be Democrats, saw which way the wind was blowing, changed over to Republican to run for office, but didn't really change their ideology a lot. Mm -hmm. And so we really have to pay attention to, th those are true rhinos, Republicans in name only, ran as Republicans just to get the office. And, and we have to push back on them a lot. Some of them uh, are seeing the light, and some of them are digging in. So we have our hands full at, at our state level. Well, Karen, we're glad you're on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and I enjoy talking with you. One thing I want to know, and I think the rest of the country wants to know, because South Carolina is one of the early states when it comes to voting in a Republican primary. Uh, are, are there any candidates that seem to be taking off? Uh, what, what, are you, what is your take or Spartanburg's take off on the Republican nomination now? Well, we're really proud, and we take very seriously our responsibility for being the first in the South, and I'll tell you a statistic I just saw yesterday. Um, uh, Herman Cain in April was polling at 1% in South Carolina. In July, he was polling at 18% in South Carolina. Uh -huh. And this month, he's polling at 26% wow. in South Carolina, 1% above Mitt Romney. So wow. that's, that's pretty encouraging to see a candidate of his caliber uh, gaining such respect in South Carolina. Wow, now those are some big numbers. You see how that uh, builds up, and, and, and people who listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party know I've, I've always liked Herman Cain. I have not endorsed a candidate, but I, I have uh, I've been amazed, along with others, to see his uh, rise in the polls, but he has got what it takes, I believe, to be president. Now, if he can translate that into victories in South Carolina and other states, we'll have to wait and see and see how he continues to mature. But those numbers are very, uh, uh, should be encouraging for the Kane camp. Close my door hey, for you. Well, maybe that's that Republican establishment again. <laughs> They've still got some concerns about Kane, but uh, I believe Kane is able. We'll just have to see if he can, he's able to raise some money and stay in this race. 
Uh, I hope he stays viable for a long time and gets to have his, have his piece spoken. Well, Karen, going back to Spartanburg uh, Tea Party, and, and you, you say you meet on like a monthly basis? We do. We meet monthly, and then we have events during the month, and we try to attend uh, meetings of other organizations just for, for networking purposes. Right, and then do you have like committees set up to, to go hear, listen to the town council, or, or how, do you, how do you do that? How do you get involved in local uh, politics other than networking like you just mentioned? Right. Well, I mean, I put out an email every day of what's going on and action items people can take, and I let them know, you know, this is when the county council meets. This is what's happening in Columbia this week. Uh, this is an issue that we need to call our congressmen and our senators about, and people just take action on their own. Um, and and they're, very, they're very good about researching the issues and then having conversations with those that represent them. Well, Karen, what you just said, you know, putting out an email every day, I, I realize in this this is what amazes me about the Tea Party movement, because I'm sure you're getting uh, your salary doubled from the Tea Party, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually got um, a 5% increase yeah. yesterday, as a matter of fact, 5% of nothing. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> but it continues to amaze me to see our citizens, and it's, it really excites me to see our citizens in the Tea Party movement who are continuing to give their time and their talents, and I want to commend you for that and what you're doing. And uh, there in Spartanburg, and I hope that encourages others. Sometimes I know you get tired, others get tired, I get tired, but I realize we're doing it for our country, for our future generation, and so I'm glad you came on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Would you like to say anything to the other Tea Party folks across the nation? Um, well, I just really want to thank them. I know as hard as we're working here in Spartanburg, South Carolina, people are working equally hard in Missouri and Wisconsin and Alabama and even up in Massachusetts. And we right. appreciate all their efforts, and we watch the races that are going on in their states, and we talk about them here, and it's encouraging to see everyone working at their local level. That's, that's what needs to be done. Well, Karen, thank you so much for uh, telling us what's going on in Spartanburg, and I hope you'll listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party and, and let your people in South Carolina know about this show, and we're going to keep uh, getting the Tea Party fired up, and that's what we want. We've got the elections coming up in 2012, and we need to get everybody rallied together to make sure this country goes down the right direction. We sure will. Thanks for your time, Doc. Thank you, Karen. Bye-bye. And that was Karen Martin of Spartanburg, South Carolina Tea Party. So good to hear Karen, isn't it? Let me just tell you a couple nuggets I get from Karen. Number one, her enthusiasm. She is doing all this, not getting paid anything, like many of you are. So I want you to hear Karen, because many of you are in the same boat as Karen, and you've worked hard for two years or longer in this Tea Party movement, and you think it's... Uh, is it worthwhile? I know those questions go through your mind. It goes through my mind doing the show every week. What am I doing? Is it making a difference? What I'm telling you, the Tea Party working together, you and me and Karen and everybody all over this country in all 50 states, we're making a big difference. But the biggest difference is yet to be seen. That's 2012. It's got to be the year that this nation turns around and the patriots said that they will combine and work together to make sure the status quo, the establishment, what has got us into this mess the last 20 and 30 years, and especially the last two and three years with the far left in total control, all of this has got to be flushed out of the system, flush it away by you and me working hard. That's the one thing I got from Karen's one of the nuggets was 
her enthusiasm to stay with it. The other thing that you hear right at the beginning when she said they are working on a local, state, and national level. They are a part of the Tea Party movement, but they know we have to change the direction, the journey of this nation, and it begins locally. It goes statewide and nationwide. And do what you can. Last week we had Richard Wilburn on this show. Go back and listen to last week's show. He'll tell you what you can do in your state. Copy what he's doing. They are going for the bold stroke to do something that's never been done in his state since 1875. So I'm telling you, that's what gets me excited, knowing how excited you are out there. And thank you for listening. Link to the show. And now we got to get into this week's Rock of Liberty speech. Before we go into this week's Rock of Liberty speech, I told you about the new book coming out, Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I mean, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, the Tea Party versus the Status Quo. I will be at the Florida State Tea Party Convention, the first ever. We'll have presidential candidates there, state uh, for Florida Senate candidates. And so I'm telling you, need to be there. I'll be there. It's on November 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's a uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You need to make it there. Anybody that can, can drive down to Daytona Beach or fly in, be there. Because uh, come by my booth, Doc Holiday. We'll have a booth there, Doc Holiday's Tea Party. Just come by, and uh, I'll tell you more about the book. I'll have some, uh, some uh, bookmarks, different things to show you how to you can get your copy. And I'm telling you, this is an exciting time, so make sure you get to the Florida State Tea Party Convention coming up November 4th, 5th, and 6th. And this week, here we go, Rock of Liberty speech. What are we doing? What is the uh, Occupy Wall Street crowd? What is it? I mean, is it is it protesters? Uh, is it the hippies from the 60s coming back out saying, wee, wee, we're having fun again? Uh, no, no. Uh, do I like every protester? I like freedom of speech. I see freedom of speech. Uh, you know, we see some of the uh, acts that are, that are, uh, are not good. You know, nobody wants to see anybody defecating on a police car. Nobody wants to see the accusations that we've heard of people being raped, using drugs. Uh, no, those are things that the Tea Party has no part of. And thank goodness we got a, the Tea Party is different from the Occupy Wall Street crowd. But let me tell you one thing. Herman Cain had it right. They need to be marching at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But these people... What I told you back last year, we will see disillusioned liberals come about and be a part of the Tea Party movement. Some of these people at Occupy Wall Street, they are going to be good in 2012. Good for making sure the status quo is thrown out. We got to get them fired up. It's not a Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama scared to death that they're going to come after his party, his Democratic leadership. And they should. That's what we need to say. Throw them out. Flush out all of Congress. If they've got Republican establishment, if we lose some Republicans and get them replaced with conservative Republicans, I don't care, okay? I don't care. This is getting rid of the status quo and the establishment that has gotten us in the mess, and we can work together on making sure we change out who's in there. Now, 
we may have a difference of who we need to put in there, and we're going to have to work hard to put in who we know needs to be in there as conservative roots Tea Party activists. But if we can use their anger and vent it toward getting rid of this administration and vent their anger against these far-left liberals that are entrenched in this Congress, then we can do business together. All right? Hey, baby. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard that heard said anywhere else, and I know there are some people that I don't want to be associated with in the Occupy Wall Street. But when you talk about 99% to 1%, these people who got the bailout, the Tea Party movement did not like the bailout. We did not like TARP. And I'm telling you, these people, these jokers who got this country into the mess, I know as Barney Frank and Chris Dodd and the ones who set it up, they set it up to get our country in the mess. But it was, it was the Wall Street bankers that said, okay, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, we got an insurance policy. And the federal government will bail us out. And they used that to their advantage and made billions and billions. And now we are reaping the havoc of this debt. And I will not stand up and support Wall Street bailouts and all these jokers who got this federal money and then turn around and making hundreds of millions of dollars themselves and bonuses. I am frustrated like you and like the Occupy Wall Street crowd. And the thing I say to do is get rid of Dodd and Frank legislation. Get rid of Barney Frank for crying out loud. Don't occupy Wall Street. Go occupy Barney Frank's district and get him out of there. Okay? Let's do some good. Go to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and show the President of the United States that he's a part of TARP. He's a part of the bailout. And let's get fired up and let's change out. Let's flush out this Congress and get some conservatives who know how to run this government, have proven principles, and we can use the Occupy Wall Street crowd. We can waltz together to make sure that the the establishment is turned on its head, it is thrown out, and we'll make sure that we have work hard to make sure the Tea Party activists, the Tea Party, gets the conservatives we need in government, put them into place, into power, and turn this nation around. So Occupy Wall Street, I'm telling you, come on, baby, get on board, and let's get rid of the leadership in this country, get them out of power. You help us. Get them out of power. Let's work together on that. Let's, let's say our goal is to get... The leaders out of the power, the, the what, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, shift your movement down there, go in front of Congress and tell Harry Reid his days as being the majority leader should be numbered and he should be counting down. He's been 900 days, over 900 days since there's been a United States Senate budget uh, proposal. <laughs> he has no right to be a leader in this kind of, it's a mess. So I'm telling this Rock of Liberty speech, I'm telling this right now to all the Occupy Wall Street folks, we'll work with you on getting out the leadership of this administration and getting out the leadership of the Senate. And if we need to get out the leadership of the House of Representatives, I'm willing to give them a chance, but if the Occupy Wall Street crowd says get rid of them and just get more conservatives in there, by golly, I'll go along with it. You know, we may have to make a deal, get them all out of power. We just have to work extra hard to make sure we get conservatives put in place. I work together with them. I tell you, <laughs> it's time to make change in this country, and we will make hay where we see how to make hay. When the sun's shining, it's time to get to work, and let's make sure we focus our energy on getting the powers that be in the White House and in the 
Congress out. If we have to throw out one to get rid of two, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, I'll, let's throw all three out and we'll put some conservative leaders in, okay? I'm willing to, I'm willing to make that deal with uh, Occupy Wall Street crowd. How about you? If you're not, write to me at radio, tparty.ms, radio at tparty.ms. And, and tell me, am I wrong on that? That's my feelings. I hadn't heard it anywhere, anywhere in any Tea Party uh, communication, any conservative communication. But I'm telling you, I'm frustrated. I'm ready to see change. And I'll, I'll take some energy to get rid of uh, the administration wherever I can find it. All right? So that's my take on the Occupy Wall Street crowd. And I'm willing to hear from you and listen where I'm wrong. If you think I'm wrong, tell me. If you think I'm right, let me know. Because I've stuck my neck out and said... I see it a different way from what I've heard. Now, you've heard, <laughs> you've heard this week's Rock of Liberty speech. Let me tell you what's coming up next week on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. It is none other than Anita Moncrief. Anita is the executive director now of Boots of Liberty, but her real story is she's the whistleblower at Acorn. She's the one to help bring down Acorn, the illegal activities. She was tired and frustrated, and she was part of the liberals. And then she saw the light of the illegal activities. It's turned her into a Tea Party activist, and uh, she has got a lot to say. We're talking to her next week, so don't miss next week's show. God bless America. Until next week, take care. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide, from the Boston Tea Party to today's Tea Party Revolution, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.